You didn't have Pepper's Farms coming up? Nigga, when, 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 when they hit a lick, when they hit the number, we got Pepper's, Pepper's Farm. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, we back, we back, we back, Tuna Fork, I'm Life, I'm James, it's Tuna Fork, uh, thank y'all for all the support, yeah. up until now, uh, don't forget about them, them uh, Spotify playlists, man, they uh, continue to move. Yeah, they are. So, uh, you good, man? Yeah, I'm good, I'm, I'm good. good. So, uh, we want to talk about, um, my man here donated a kidney and we want to be intentional in these conversations because I want to make it as personal of a story as I can okay so um, won't you just give me uh, well let's start so talk about when you initially got the call or how you found out about the need and sort of where you are where you were at the time in terms of your thought processes so about what we had about 13 years ago or so I started working with this guy and he was a cool smooth brother um funny as shit just a good dude all around family dude and uh we hit it off pretty quickly and easily um at work and one day he was like hey man I want you to come by and uh Meet my family. Right. And go by his house, meet his family. Beautiful wife. He had twin boy has twin boys. I think they might be around twenty now in college, but back then, you know, they were little knuckleheads and yeah. Um just over time, you know, the, the work shit translated into um a brotherhood and a family. Right. And I'm always connecting with people's like family, family when given like the opportunity. Yeah. Cause like all of that stuff is, is intertwined. Yep. I feel. Yep. Um, and so I just started actually having, developing a closer relationship with his wife. And so not only does, did I actually acquire a brother, but I also acquired, you know, a sister sibling type relationship with the wife. Right. Um, few years back she started struggling with some issues and and come to find out she, her kidneys were failing mm. and she needed to uh get put on the donor list so in 2019 um I was over there uh and basically <clears throat> offered to donate okay. now this woman is such a beautiful woman she yeah. also had other people donate right uh, offer to donate mm -hmm. um and one of the things, and so when I went through the process to try to say, to, 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 to determine whether or not I would do it, I, I, I looked at the person. Right. And it was like, is this somebody who's worthy of something like this? Wow. Which they, they were. Is this yeah. somebody who actually lives a life mm -hmm. that reflects all of these things that they would even um, take the gift? Right of life so to speak right and 
it was she was and I was like okay so I'm just going to go ahead and go through this process and 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 when I initially offered to do it I uh didn't really know what I was getting into right. which kind of led to me wanting to have the conversation and say getting into meaning in terms of the process and stuff like that is concerned. You mean the process of even knowing if you can do it or the yeah. after you found out that you, okay. So, cause there, cause it's a long extensive process that you go through to determine cause, cause I had a very uh, limited understanding. I thought it right. was, you just go donate blood. And if you're a match, then right. you're a donor and yeah. Yeah. all of this, but it's a lot more involved. They okay. get into, your business. So not not to get into her business, her medical business, but was it something that she was uh, in danger of, you know, something becoming serious, or was it something that she was sort of still at the the beginning stages of of going through? No, she was she like she was in a severe state. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't want to get into her. Yeah, business. and she and so she was. Um, she was on dialysis for like nine hours a day. Whew. And so for people who understand what that means in terms of dialysis and stuff, like she was, uh, she was like, she, she needed help. So she, and she was otherwise healthy and, you know, yeah. our age around. Yeah. Okay. Early, uh, early fifties now. Okay. But she, um, but a good, a healthy person. It was just her stuff was more uh, hereditary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, so in your research about did you did you do the research before you moved into what actual the what the process actually was, or did you? Nah. How did you go about the process? So she gave me she gave me a name, a number to call to basically say hey. I want to be on, I want to, I want to go through the process. And then right. you go to the process and you go and you, uh, you fill out paperwork and you meet with people and then you actually get taken into base. The best way to describe it is like an intake process where they go over all of the quote unquote risks, right. um, which are extremely low. Yeah. Um, draw blood, you know, get some information on your finances, make sure you're cool. Right. Um, make sure you're not being forced, make sure you're not being paid, you know, and all of this kind of stuff. Make sure you're there on your own volition. Right. But it's really it's really to just level set and help you understand what it is that you're doing and to basically um, make sure that you're clear and OK with with, with, with what you're going through. Yeah. So and that's what took a while. Right. And how long did that take about? So I started in October, November of 2019, yeah. going through the process, and I didn't actually um, have the surgery until September. So there are all of these processes that you've got to go through. you got to get approval from boards and stuff, but it's a lot of uh, doctor's visits, getting blood drawn and having them go through. Um, September of 2020. September 2020. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, but it's a, what I realized going through the process uh -huh. of deciding to do it is it's not as bad as I 
thought it was right. and how I think people thought it was yep. when I had talked to them about the idea of doing it. Absolutely. Because, so, it, because there were all these preconceived ideas about what the process was. Yeah. And that, you know, that speaks to what we sort of, you know, I guess the meat of what we're talking about is are those preconceived um, sometimes merited ideas about this kind of thing, whether it's it's just healthcare in general, yeah, donating and exams and and all that stuff, and how you know how we feel, um, because I've never heard of like I don't have you're the only guy I know that's donated mm. anything to anybody, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that is uh. And most of it, like you said, so when you went through your own research, what did you, what kinds of things did you come, come across on both ends of, of it being something that's, you know, fairly um, simple, fairly a simple process and something that all of the craziness that's out there? Bro, it's extremely simple. Yeah. It's extremely simple. Um, and the risk is extremely low right and it's the it's the act that is the most courageous part that I that I figured out actually going through the process Would it, talk to me about that so once you do it, you're like, this ain't that big of a deal. Do what? Do, do don't decide to do it or actually go through the actually whole... Actually donate the kidney. Okay. okay. Like, that is not the biggest part of it. Right. Or was not the biggest part of it for me. Let me, right. let me make sure, because somebody will be like, I know somebody and they died on the yeah. table. Like, <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm clear. Right. The process of donating the kidney. Right. Getting the blood drawn, having the... Um, evaluations and mm -hmm. all of that is the hardest part right. of the process. Right. Because the actual surgery itself is about two or three hours long. Mm. And then you're in the hospital for a couple days just mm -hmm. to make sure you're cool. Right. But the reaction that I got from people, and I right. think it was because like you said, like you don't really know anybody, right. and I really didn't either. Right. Um, and when you go into these places, they're like, oh, you're like a, as a, as a black man, you're like a unicorn. Right. And it's like, damn, like you're donating a kidney? Like right. our doctor, bro, was calling me a superhero. Wow. Because of what I represented and the actual thing that I was deciding to do. But the thing just felt so simple. And I think that's probably one of the things that I wanted to talk most about or, 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 or that even triggered me to want to have this conversation. Because you and I both know, man, like we're, we're relatively private people. Right. And when we're here talking, we really want to talk about ideas. And, right. And, make, and talk about our perspective only to the degree that it pushes that idea forward. Right. But. Right. The notion of black men uh -huh. needing to be in these spaces of giving yeah. um, and needing 
and people needing them to contribute because black uh, kidney kidney disease yeah. hits us hard yep. in the black community. Yep. But people aren't showing up to support. I think because of there not yeah. being a lot of visibility and what that looks like and what the process is. Well, and and again, this is what we talked about too, man. We have a as black people, we have a strange relationship with healthcare, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we have a strange relationship with the government in general. Period. But yeah. our healthcare relationship is really uh, interesting because um, the spaces where we exist, sometimes in lower income, working class, where we have to depend on public assistance and clinics and all that stuff the care can be not as you know it's not it's not on the par with some of these private institutions where you get a level of care that's higher so and then to that degree the mistakes aren't and the the bedside and there's a lot of things that are involved so we don't uh we don't see healthcare as the same and then there's also the blurred line between healthcare and you know some of the historical research yeah. and experiments that have been done on black people over the years that we sort of these myths that follow in our families and our circles you know where we talk about you know these different experiments and 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 all those things so we don't and you know and it's the same thing with mental health we don't want those you know we don't see those areas as something spaces that we frequent um, because of those myths. So I think it's it's important for us, for you as someone who's been through it to really sort of speak to how those, those myths and, and those misconceptions can really hinder and cause, you know, unnecessary, you know, unnecessary strain on, on a process that should be something that we should participate in. Yeah, and I think everything that we do here on this podcast, really, man, I think from from my from my vantage point is to disrupt the algorithms. You yep. try to add a topic or a perspective that is different than yeah. what the majority of the um views are on that topic yeah and this is really one of them man because yeah you don't understand just what blind spots exist within the living donor process until you actually go through it yeah and you realize that there are people and now now obviously i donated to a person who's not my blood or like actually just a friend yeah and and I learned a lot about the process by going through that. So right. in hopes of trying to be a resource for somebody who might have a family member, because some people yep. might be like, shit, I ain't doing that for a friend, but I would do it for my kid. or I would yeah. do it for somebody in my family, my grandfather, uncle, whatever. Yeah. I, and if you and if you have somebody who's needed or yeah. if you need a kidney yeah. and you're not allowing and you or you don't want a family member to go through that process who's willing to go through the process yeah i'm here to say that the process isn't as the process isn't what we think it is yep 
and and the recovery time isn't what we think it is. I got yeah. three incisions, right. and one is like small, like like they said it's like a equivalent of like a C-section. It's like it's small, bro, and I had like right. three entry points, but yeah. no blood. Like it's 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 a it's a non-invasive procedure yeah. that is masked as this super complex, antiquated, high-risk yep. yep. procedure yeah. that people don't really understand. Yep. And, and, and again, I, and it's based on even what my, even the reactions that I got from people. Like, like damn, you're giving a kidney. You're gonna do that. You're gonna have all this, all the stuff. Or I heard about, or this, yeah. or that, and the third. And it's like, nah. I heard about is the is the crazy thing. And it, and and, and, and you're <laughs> always hearing like these super, 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 super worst case scenarios. Right. That don't represent. Like, iPhones blow up. Yeah. But your ass still got one in your pocket. Yep. You know what I mean? And so. Yep. yep. The risks are extremely low, but you get to go through and understand. And we might, and, and, and opportunities make, so one of the things that somebody asked, or I, I found out in going through the process was, so what happens if I need a kidney? I'm giving up my shit, and so what if I need one? Right. So when you are a donor, as an example, yeah. and you give your kidney and you need a kidney, yeah. you get bumped up. Right. So my friend needed one, and she was on a list. Right. But her wait time was like six, seven, eight years, as right. an example. Right. If I needed one at the, as, as the same time as her, I'd be put, I'd be bumped up. Right. Ahead of pretty much everybody else. So um, that being one of them, what other kinds of, uh, what other kinds of myths that you found out about just the whole donating process that, you know, and like, were those things that you found in your research? I mean, what's out there in terms of what you found in terms of the donating process and the, the sort of experience in general? What are some of the that things you're, out there? That it's high risk. Right. That the recovery time is a lot longer than what it is. That you've got to change your lifestyle. That you've got to change your diet. That... Um, and some of that might vary. One of, the, one of the people, so those are the things that I, that I found were like the biggest. And the biggest myth uh -huh. is this is a big deal. Right. I can't, I don't really think that I can communicate that enough. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's a big deal only because not a lot of people are doing it. Right. It's not a big deal because of how difficult it is. So why do you think that uh why do you think why do you think that not too many people do it? In terms of I mean we talk about not too many black people or you talk about where you feel like well well black men are the lowest of the lowest of the lowest of the low. Okay. But what people about in, in general have you seen in terms of need or black men higher on that list? Or so, so kidney disease, and I don't know what the specific numbers are, um, impact the black community. And I actually agreed um, to participate in a study mm -hmm. where they actually studied the blood of 
uh, black kidney donors because they they there there's there's um there's some there's some things that they're testing to determine because some of the shit could be uh, genetic and right. some of it they're trying they're at a place now where they're trying to determine if it's genetic mm-hmm. or if it's based on some of, on, on 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 your diet and we know like black communities are under under uh, these food deserts and stuff like that yeah. that exists within the black community yeah. is actually one of the things that they feel are contributing to mm-hmm. kidney disease yep. um, because some of it is hereditary and some of it is diet, lifestyle. Right. So I, I agreed to participate in the study that is going to allow me, allow them to use my shit to figure out what's what. But um, it impacts us more than white people, but we're not contributing in the same way. Right. Um, and some of it got to do, I feel like, with religion. Like, oh, I don't want to be, I want to be buried with all of, you know, my parts and why, I don't know. Like, if you think you're coming back, okay. But until you do, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, that's, I, I, it's hard for me to even try to get into them types of conversations. But, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's bigger than just that, man. We, we exist with all kinds of myths and, 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 and these sort of, outdated thoughts about a lot of things and that's just one of them yeah yeah but but what contributes to the 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 myth of donating a kidney a, a lot of it is i feel centered around even when i told you you were like wow i don't even know six people who picked me up from the airport remember that conversation we had yeah, i do remember and that it's, conversation. and it's because of and, and even when we look at your reaction to it mm-hmm it's it's not it's not as bad and don't tr- trust me bro i wish i could come up here <laughs> and say that i did some cold blooded shit <laughs> i should do because i would you know i would throw that in motherfuckers faces right you know right. like, I'd be like <laughs> what have you done of course like, what you done Motherfucker, who, whose life you didn't save slight ass but <laughs> i can't bro because yeah. it's not it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, even even the conversations that I had, you know, when you told me you would do it, it, it surprised me because I was like, I'm in the same, you know, uh, I'm in the same sort of category as everybody else. Like, it's something that's never, you know, talked about. So you enlightened me just in in how you went through it and the conversation that we had about it. Um, so I, you know. So there are lots of people, man, who just don't understand uh, what the process is. They don't understand what we just talked about, which is the the results. And and there's so much misinformation floating around. Yeah. But that's about everything. Yeah. Um, and 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 again, our relationship with healthcare and 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 doctors and and what they've done and the things that have happened to us, uh, black people through the years. So. Um, and the fact that we still live with myths from the 40s and 30s. Yeah, and, you we're know. talking about Henrietta Lacks. Exactly. exactly. So we, you know, um, so, so, the, so I want to, so to be clear, yeah, I am not special. Right. No, you're not. Not at all. Not even close. The exact below opposite. At best, below average. Below average. Yep. And I did it. Yep. So, and I would do it again. Yeah. 
And one of the reasons why I wanted to have this conversation, bro, is because I want, if there's somebody in your family right. who needs mm -hmm. a kidney, mm -hmm. if there's somebody in your life who needs mm -hmm. a kidney, mm -hmm. and you had this idea that it was a very um, risky, yeah. painful, yeah. um yeah, life changing. Life changing procedure yeah. where you would have to do a gang of shit different. Yeah. Um, and if you're doing some wild shit now, you might want to change that anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. so, but if you, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> can't like, drink. Like, yeah. I mean, you, you can still. 40 with that? You, that's a good question. You can still drink. Yeah. You can, I mean, I'm not, I don't drink, but yeah. you, if you, if you were a drinker, like, they're measuring and testing all of that stuff. Right. So if you do get to the point to where you have been approved yeah. to donate a kidney, yeah. then that means that you are extremely, 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 extremely low risk. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And people think that. They'll take any. I mean, listen, we, <laughs> we exist in spaces where we think that they will just take something from you, you know, and leave you to die without giving a fuck about you. So we don't, we don't, we don't move in a way that understand that in order for this thing to happen, that there are all kinds of things that need to be in order for you to do this thing. And one of the way, and one of the things that they have injected into the process, I had a whole team of people yeah. that were dedicated just to me. Right. I had a doctor, I had uh, uh, a urologist, I had like three or four doctors, yeah. and basically, it's just a group of people yeah. trying to talk you out of doing the shit. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. these are your advocates. Yeah. These yeah. are the people who are telling you. Why you shouldn't do it? Yeah. Why you should get away? So their their job is to paint as clear of a picture yeah. possible. Yeah. And to and, and and because the 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 recipient has her own doctors. Right. And their job is to save her life. Right. right. And your doctors on your side. Yeah. Is to save yours. That's a that's an important point, man. That it, you have. Yes. To that this is not a thing where they're going to get you in and out as fast as they... This is not the myths of you laying in a bathtub and somebody taking your kidneys while no. you're asleep. You got, a, what it is. you got a group of people who are working with you and for you. Right. And, and, and even when they get to that point, they have to take your information and you then be presented to a board, your mm. case, is then presented to a board. Yeah. That board looks at it. Yeah. And these yeah. are nine people, doctors, psychologists, nine uh, uh, lawyers, and yeah. people where they would look at the case. They don't look at your name. They don't look at any of that information. Right. And they just look at the data. Right. Right. Because once, once your doctors approve you, right. once their doctors and all of their people approve, yeah. then they take the whole case and submit it. And then... That board approves it, yeah. and then it goes to another board, wow. and that board approves it. Yeah. And then you have the surgery. And again, that speaks to that there are, process, the process is in I, there are processes in place to make sure that 
A, nothing happens unethical, and B, that you're not at risk. And again, I think that we we believe the myth that we consume from from spaces. So overall, you know, if this is something, and this probably speaks to a lot of things, it's just the proper research yeah. that that exists. There's there's data out there. There are places out there that exist to get you proper information that you don't have to talk to your Uncle Earl who heard that somebody, you know what I'm saying, got yes. st- or they laid on the table. They took both their kidneys. You know what I'm saying? That, that <laughs> so we, we need to just overall stop existing in spaces where we believe myths and not get proper information about our health, whether it be physical or mental, um, about just the world and how the world moves, you know what I'm saying, about different places and cultures, but definitely about our healthcare, man. We believe stories and myths from people who have, you know, who have no real data. They just heard from somebody who heard from somebody, and and you're hearing from somebody who actually went through the process. Yeah. And your experience is not unique. That's how all of them go, I'm and, assuming. And, uh, the, the large, large, large majority Right. And if you go to Thailand and you in the alley somewhere, then yeah, yeah, it's going to be different. But it, if you and if kidney disease is impacting the black community, yes, at a higher rate than all others, because when I Google black kidney donor, if I hashtag you to do any of that, yeah, we're nowhere. Yeah, there's one group that I found that I think may be a UK group. That, that started a hashtag called Black Kidney Donors. Mm. And I am, uh, shout out to them. And um, I started following them on Instagram. And I want to, because I want to increase the visibility, man. Yeah. I, want, I want to change the, uh, I, w- I want to contribute to changing the idea yeah. that we're not present. We're needed. Yeah. And 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 we always talk about standing up for ourselves and for one another. Yeah. And taking care of our community as yep. best as we can. Yeah. And it's very important to make sure that we're showing up, but we but we but but we have the the knowledge and are equipped to make these decisions. Yeah. Um so again, I don't know where if 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 if, if someone in your life needs yeah. one or if yeah. you need one yeah. and you you're concerned about um, what your family member is going to go through yep. by donating to you. Yep. Um, I'm here to say it's not, it's a gift yeah. and it's not without risk, but yeah. it is a, it is a, it is a, it is a cost that, that people are willing to pay because you're worth it yeah. and whatever and however big of a cost you think it is. Yeah. If you don't have a lot of uh, reference points, right? It's not it's not as big of a deal as 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 I thought it was. Yeah. As most people think it is. Yeah. Who I've talked to about it. Yeah. And I mean, the bottom line is, if you do, we again, I can't I can't stress this enough, man. We exist in spaces where we believe things instead of doing the proper research. You ain't got to take his word for it. You ain't got to take If you think, you know, James is full of shit, go do your own research. But find proper 
correct information and stop relying on these stories and myths that exist in, you know, in our communities, in our culture, man. We we believe a lot of wild shit. Um, yeah. And again, our relationships with these institutions are, you know, can get a little interesting and they're strange at best. We, uh, you know, black folks in this country have been through a lot when it comes to the healthcare system. Yeah. Um, in terms of subpar park hair, in terms of, you know, what we, what we talked about, what was sort of talked about recently over the summer with a lot of the um, other things that were happening is that, you know, black people aren't believed in terms of their pain thresholds as much in going, we, even when we do go to doctors, they, yep. they don't believe that we're in the pain that we're in um, because there's a perception that, you know, black people have a higher pain tolerance. Um, and some of the weird experiments that were done weren't done yeah. 600 years ago. They were done 40, yeah. 30, 50 years ago. So all of those things factored in and understood there's still, you know, a level of research that you have to do in order to, um, I mean, essentially save someone's life. Yeah. And even have the proper knowledge to make the decision on whether or not you want to do something. And not, you know, not based on what, you know, what people around you were saying. Because I know I was one of them. Right? When you told me, I was like, what? Like, so I had to adjust my thinking on it. And, you know, yeah. it's dope that you did it, man. And I and I um I went through, so we, we we're in D.C. and I went through the G.W. Uh, transplant institute, um, and they were a phenomenal group of people. And I told them that I wanted to contribute, uh, I wanted to participate, and you know do work to kind of you know help elevate it. But it's 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 concerning for me. That when you Google black kidney donations, yeah, like what pops up is the small group of people in the UK, from what I've seen. Right. So let me ask you this: So is it uh, is there a cost involved in in donating? Do you Good have question. to have your own health care or you know insurance? So, so all of my stuff was covered by her insurance. Okay. I did not pay a dime. So that's her, in, and we all know how insurance works. <laughs> that's her insurance on her having good insurance, or is that insurance no matter what your level of insurance is? I took, see, that I would not know. Okay. So um, I know that she's a teacher in yeah. Maryland Public Schools. Yeah. So I'm sure they've got good insurance. Right. Um, but I do know that once you are asked to be a donor, right. that uh, they do ask you questions about, like, make sure, like, you know, you're not, what your financial situation is, you know, just to make sure you're, like, not, not on the selling. street and no yeah. shit like that, yeah. or selling something, uh, sell, selling right. it for, selling the kidney, basically. Right. So, um, if, like, those costs, once you enter into the uh, program, right. they will lay out for you very clearly and very quickly what that's going to look like. Because right. once you've gotten to that point, they already know what that's going to look like for the recipient. Yeah. Um, so if anybody knows how that works in terms of across insurances, uh, whether it's, you know, sort of public assisted Medicaid, Medicare, 
comment below or shoot yeah. us a DM or whatever. Um, but Cause if you're agreeing to do it, I, di I, I can't imagine any of that going against your, I don't even think you need insurance, but, right. um, cause I, so even when I did it, they gave me, uh, like a donation card that right. I would use basically as an insurance card. So every mm -hmm. time I needed to go to get a test done or to go do this or that or the third, right. her insurance gave me an insurance card that I used. Does does that does that cover like anything that would happen because of you know the process that you were going through? Like if you needed any additional care, does that do they cover that as well? Yes. Okay. So whatever happens to you after or during or whatever is covered by yep. the whole process. Now when we say after if it has something that, you know. Yeah. So, like, in that piece, I don't know how intricate in detail it gets. Right. Um, but I do know from a probability standpoint, it's so low. So, like, the doctor who did my surgery. Right. And I don't want to put his name out there, but he's done thousands of these, man. And right. he ain't had no issues. I mean, I asked him, you know, because I'm, I'm curious. Like, you, I'm interviewing you, motherfucker. Yeah, for like, sure. You know, what, what you, what you, what for you sure. like. And, and and that's a good point, man. If and I think we don't do this either. If we don't, a lot of times, if we don't feel comfortable with the the service or the provider that we're in in front of, we don't ask questions. We yeah. we don't really like. That's a good point. Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book. I can't remember the name, but whether it was it's one of those books that he wrote that's dope. That allows. Huh? Not outliers, right? Could be one of them. Whatever the whatever the whatever the one is, I'll think about it. But talked about how we like there are people who are in positions that will question anything and everything. But we always feel, uh, well, some of us feel like that we're in a position only to receive, never to question, because we don't feel like that we should be in these spaces anyway. So, you know, and this speaks to that too, man. Healthcare, if you don't agree or you don't see it the way that he sees it or if you don't understand, if he's using terms that you don't understand, ask the question. Ask, get clarity. Because if we don't, it, sometimes it's brushed. And if, you, if, if it don't, and I'm pretty sure you know this, if you didn't feel comfortable, either you would go to another doctor or you would, you would ask proper questions. Dude, doctors are just people yep and you have a right yep to tell them i'm uncomfortable that's right and i don't like the way this is going that's right they work for you it's yep. not the other way around yep and yep. and and it's like that in a lot of these cases yep and you don't have to be disrespectful you no. know you ain't got to start wilding out yeah in the doctor's office but yeah. you could say hey look stop you're right. talking too fast. Right. You're using words and terms I don't understand. Yep. I need you to slow down, please. Yep. yep. And let yep. them slow down. Had them break that shit down yep. in baby bites yep. until you get it and until you understand. That is your right yep. as a human yep. going through a process. And if he and if they don't and again, dog, I'm telling you, we don't approach these things. We no matter how much we wild out 
and uh, how much we just just are doing crazy shit. We have this sense of a that there are figures of authority that we don't question. Like if he, if that doctor, he or she, uh, if the doctor is not giving you clear terms, or is giving an, or they're giving you an attitude when you want clarity, get a new one. And no, you know, yeah. man, it's no, it's no shortage of them. But you know, but they, I've. I've had experience with doctors where I've asked questions about children, about my children, and I felt like the answer they gave me, A, was was filled with a level of, what the hell are you asking me this for, attitude, you know what I'm saying? And I knew right then, I won't be coming back here. Yeah. Like, that exists, and I think that, I think that, again, we black people exist in spaces where our health care is not of the, a lot of times, public, Medicaid, Medicare, clinics, all of those things aren't, the service is not on the same par. So we have to be extra vigilant about how we move around, unfortunately. And it, and a lot of it is us, us accepting what, what, we, what we get yep. because we don't feel we deserve more or we feel we don't deserve or have a voice or even, you know, deserve to be heard. And, yep. and, and that's a, that's a, obviously that's a different converse, uh, a different topic. But at yeah. the end of the day, if yeah. you're going through that, mm-hmm. make sure that you're stand, that my experience was that I had enough people mm-hmm. standing up and speaking on my behalf, mm-hmm. but I was clear on if I felt Anyway, at any point in time, mm-hmm. I was going to speak up. Yeah. And yeah. And, and and if you're at a point in, and one of the things that my doctor told me when when I was going through it was and he was a cool dude. He was like he had a he had a patient who didn't want to do it, and he said, but he didn't know how to tell his family that he didn't want to mm. do it. Didn't want to donate. Didn't want to donate. Okay. And he didn't know how to tell his parents that he didn't. Yeah. So in his one-on-one with the doctor, mm-hmm. with his one, the, the doctor said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Like their, 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 their transplant was scheduled for like a Monday. Yeah. He called that Monday morning and was like, we got some lab results last minute and realized that it wasn't a match. Yeah. And got him out. Yeah. So... Your doctor, who is on your side, who is there for you, who is separate from the recipient's doctor, can stand up and stand in and and separate you from if you do end up deciding. Because you can change your mind at the very last moment. When I'm sitting there and I got her right next to me in the preparation room, the doctors are like, you still want to? You can cancel. Yeah. You can cancel at any, at any moment, but but uh, the, and the reason why I mentioned the the, the 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 dude, the doctor saying it is that he said he told me you can cancel at any moment, right? And and those moments and your doctors for the donor side mm-hmm. are set up mm-hmm. to make sure that you're comfortable and clear, right? Um, and they will work with you and for you even if you feel pressured, yeah, because. With this kid, he was and he was a 22, 23 year old dude. Yeah, like he was able to say, 
I wasn't a match. Right. When he was. Right. But the doctor was willing to do that for him. So, um, what do you think, like, your experience would have been? Do you think it would have been different if you were in a different area? Uh, let's say you were in rural, uh, pick a state, North Carolina, and both of you guys were, the donor and, I mean, the recipient and, and you. Do you think that your level of service and comfort, I mean, are these practices across the board with the the set of doctors and the boards and all these things? That's something that's, you know what I'm saying, that's standard in all of these procedures? Or is that something that's specific to where you went, what the insurance was, what the, the facilities were, and all that kind of stuff? That's a good question. Um, and that I don't know. Um, because I've only had one experience with right. it, I I don't know. Right. I don't even want to. I don't even want to act like I know. Yeah. Because I do. Because so we have we're unique in this area where I think we have a bunch of transplant institutes. Yeah. And so like yeah. if you're in rural whatever whatever, yeah. and, and 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 you don't have those kind of um, facilities. Yeah, resources and shit. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know what you would have to do or where you would have to go. Um, but yeah. I do know that, like, when you when you decide, so there are some people who are living donors, and they will don't. So they basically said, I'm gonna give up my kidney yeah. to anybody who needs it, right. right? Or to a person who needs it in this area, right? And then, so they might actually fly in from another country, as right. an example, yeah, or state to. To, to offer, so you got living donors, right. which is what I was, yeah. and then you got the people who donate their shit after they bounce. Right. And, and so those, the living donors can actually be moved around. So like in my situation, I knew who my person was, and I said, okay, I want to become a living donor, right. and I want to donate my kidney to her. Right. Or you could become a living donor and say, I want to donate my kidney to anybody who needs it. Right. But you can create the criteria. So Obviously, you could say, I want to donate my shit to uh, a 24-year-old black kid in Chicago, right. as an example. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and, and, and so you would donate your, your kidney to that person. And there are people who do that, too. Right. So um, when you actually went through the procedure, you have to be in the room, same room with the recipient? I mean, does, does it happen, like, immediately? Yeah, or? it's immediately. Okay. So um, I start a little, I can't remember. I think she starts a little, the faster they take it out of you and put it into them, mm -hmm. the higher the probability is. Mm -hmm. So there, so she's there, and she gets started a little bit before me. Right. And then I go in, and they, like, take my shit out and, like, Five minutes later, or whatever. Right. Because she's not in the same room. Right. She's in an adjacent. Okay. Uh, what's the word? Um, surgery room or whatever. Right. right. And so they they just basically take it out of me and put it into her. And they say and they like do like they they connect it. Right. And it starts pumping immediately. Wow. That's crazy. Or working immediately. I don't know. No, That's no, crazy. my bad. Producing urine. That's how they can tell when it's working. Uh, when it start if it if it's producing urine. They ain't rinse it off or nothing. 
I don't know that, bro. Man. They probably didn't. Probably cost money. Rinse it off. Run the water over it. <laughs> put it in now. Could put it in alcohol. <laughs> just wash it off. I just want to dip it in some off. isopropyl. <laughs> spray some. <laughs> spray some ice on Hydrogen peroxide. Let it bubble up. <laughs> Man, stop being black. <laughs> See, this is this is why we can't. See, this is how we. This is why we can't do nothing. If we, we, if we talk long enough, well, I'm about to be in some Kool Aid. <laughs> Soak it. It's a red Kool-Aid. Y'all not gonna soak it before y'all? Uh, nah, man. Soak Kool-Aid some, uh, and Frosted Flakes. Some, uh, what's this? Some Comet. Y'all not gonna put no Comet in that? Ooh, when last time you used Comet? Hopefully, I ain't never gotta use Comet ever again in my Me life. Neither, that and I don't want nothing that gets that dirty that I gotta use Comet on it. I ain't, but I, I forgot about Comet. Comet? Man. But a, my mom used to... We used to get so dirty outside, dog, playing, that my mom would put comment in the bath because mm-hmm. we was that dirty. Yeah. And get a brush. And get and would have to use the she wouldn't use the brush, but she used the washcloth and she would like comment, dog. Like and I look back, how dirty do you have to I mean and how much dirt do you have to have on you to use comment? I mean, there's so many layers and levels. Of dysfunction? No, listen. No, 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 no. Dig at your mom. Right, but, but it was, it was, but it was just what she thought that would. This, that's what I'm work. saying. Like, I mean, it ain't. We got damaged because of it. You know, I don't never like you it, are, but it's it not because it don't make me feel like. No, but you're damaged. Funny. Like your skin is damaged. You think so? Like your spirit is damaged. You bathed in comic. I did, though. She was no, no, no. Let, let, let. Hold up, hold up. I didn't bathe in comment. She just used it as just an accent to make sure that she got all the rust. An accent. So what if she put pneumonia? What if she put ammonia in in the water? Is that an accent? Like a like a like a uh, like a capful? You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, uh, How dirty are you that you needed comment to? Uh, Remember lava soap? I do, dog. I do. Did y'all have that's what you That's the same thing. <laughs> What's the difference? Are you gonna sit here and judge me over oh, no, got them little Come on, dog. Flavor crystals. <laughs> lava uh, soap was for dudes who worked on cars. Yeah, and man. You was washing with lava soap. Man, that's what you said. They soap. still sell lava soap, dog. Man, listen, I don't know. They I see it in the store, they still sell. And it's the big bars too. So, um, we, as we, uh, you want to go to the music? Try to get back. Yeah, I don't know, man, because I'm be feeling like you be disrespecting my, uh, my you music. You can't case. mention you know reggae I mean? again, dog. I can't. I can mention whatever I want to mention. Mm-hmm. Number one. Not if he's playing on being respected. But, dog, you, listen. Your musical two hotel, your musical upbringing, dog, has been so limited and stunted. But yet, you come on here and act like you get to ridicule someone with a vast, broad, uh, well-rounded taste in music. Who got and that is disrespectful. Who got bathed in comic. Who got bathed in comic. Both things are, can happen and both things can be true. But one, can, so you think one cancels the other out, though. It can't. Impossible. So you think that the fact that you didn't get bathed in comic speaks to your limited... Uh, 
uh, shitty music view? No, but I'm better than you because I didn't get bathed in comedy. But you use lava soap. Oh, it's great. You can't you, be because when you mix you that with the At Irish least. Spring, dog, how, why are you mixing those? Like, that I don't don't I'm just talking shit at this point. At least my mom used Dove, right? For the oh, y'all had money. And uh, wait a minute. Let me find out. Use an accent to make sure that they get the rough spot. All this time, use middle class. Thanks, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna say Dove soap, showing Dove out. Soap. That might as well have been Versace soap. <laughs> nah, nah, Dude, Dove is expensive. That's means too weird. You say it, say it wasn't. I don't say it wasn't that. expensive and, no and make yourself look like that on the internet. I don't have no friends. Dove soap in the eighties and seventies was not expensive. I don't know what Dove soap prices were back in those days. And I bet Petrus Farm wasn't, wasn't, wasn't cheap either, was it? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't expensive you, you looked at Pepper Farm like it was Petrus Farm cookies? Yeah. Them shits was expensive. Yeah, but they you didn't have Pepper Farms coming out? Nigga, when, 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 when they hit a lick, when they hit the number, we got Pepper's, Pepper's Farm. <laughs> Shit. Oh, yeah. When that 527 came through. See, that's the that's the issue, man. You have your upbringing was limited in everything, but you gonna sit here and really, you know, what I'm saying, yep. disrespect my my music taste. Because that's what I'm supposed to do. Because I'm limited. That's what limited. You right. You right. That's your. You want me to be something different? Yeah, I, I should know. I'm limited. I'm trying to help you be better. So so, but you still just. So what me. new that's reggae joints are you going to send I, me that I, I ain't gonna listen to? I. I, I'm not gonna say you nothing else because you disrespectful. But what I did listen to was uh, uh, I got some some Rufus and Shaka Khan albums. Ooh, right. But I just started listening to I did something I ain't done in years, man. Just listen to full records, like Stop from beginning to end. Yeah. Not you know what I'm saying. Not just particular songs. Rufus and Shaka Khan got joints. Uh, uh, Minnie Ripperton got album cuts that are crazy. You Take know a little man? trip, bro. Come on, man. She got some joints with Donnie that are crazy. What was that? What was that album? The first joint she did, Stevie produced, didn't he? Yep. Yep. What was it? The LaFleur? I can't remember. No, that, uh, yeah, that was the band she was in before. Uh, oh, shit, I forgot the name of the band. But yeah, the flower joint was one of those first albums. But then Stevie did the second songs on that band's album, hmm. and then after they broke up, he did her first album. So you mini, yeah. mini Rufus, yeah, yeah. And who That's else? it, man. Wait. Oh, you know who else had joints? George Benson. Oh, Breezing. Joints. Joints. I think people sleep on George Benson now as one of the greats. Masquerade is one of my favorite songs. Dog, of all time. That's one of the greatest. Come one on, of my man. favorite songs. Like even how it starts. Yeah. And just like it's like a it's like a if you took a wave and mixed it with like a summer breeze <laughs> and water with cucumber slices in it. And that has like an umbrella on it, bro. <laughs> with like some right, lip flops. Yeah. On some perfectly manicured feet. Yeah. 
yeah. you get to hear and birds in the back. Birds like in the, the back. Sea birds. Like that's that song, bro. You're right, dog. And it's a it's a the story is an opera, dog. It I mean it the story is so clear and so like I mean the the tone and the emotion behind the story is so clear, man. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful record, man. It's beautiful. Masquerade by George Benson. If you don't know it, please do yourself a favor, yeah. favor and and listen to it over and over. Everything about it is is just beautiful. Yeah. I uh and it's a remake of uh No, it's not. I'm thinking it's another Masquerade that Biggie took the sample from. Oh, I was going to say I didn't I I was going to have me I'm thinking it's another immediately. It's another uh Masquerade Biggie took uh I forgot who did that one. Took uh, who shot or is it who shot you? One of those that he hmm. that he took. Anyway, go ahead. What you listening to, man? I've been listening to uh, Pistol Pump. Nah, I had to let it go. It was conjuring up <laughs> too many destructive thoughts. <laughs> nah, I've been uh, I've been listening to some of Terrell stuff, man. Like, dude, as a matter of fact, I'm going to have to play some of it for you. Yeah. Uh, you say you just want to send me the other joint. Which one? At least let me hear it. Which one? The one that, uh, the one we were talking about last week. Oh, I got to play it. Yeah, I got to play it. I, uh, that's, that's what I'm going to play you. That's yeah. what I'm going to play you. But, yeah, that, that's really all I've been listening to. It. Jose. Yeah. More. Shout out yeah. to Jose, man. That brother. This thing that they this thing that they do, man, is uh, is is some next level shit, man. And you know what else I'm gonna say, man? This frustrates me, man. People have people in their lives that are super talented, that are doing super talented things, and they don't support them in a way that they support complete strangers, man. That's true. And we need to start, I mean, uplifting, lifting. It ain't support. It ain't about purchasing. It ain't about none of that. But at least appreciating and enjoying these works of art that people around us are doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we'll go, we'll go. Go to complete strangers and and you know big them up as whatever. But yeah. We got people. Up. I think I know what you mean. No, I know I know what you mean. And the and the way for me, and the way for me to kind of do that, man, is to be that. True. So yes, is to be that. Yes. So I'm a support. Yeah. The motherfuckers in my life who yeah. are creating. Yeah. Um, yeah, and 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 hope, and 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 do what you just did. Yeah. Remind people, yeah, to support them people in your life, man. Like, yeah. okay, Jazzy Jeff is dope. Yeah. Okay, you know. Yeah. Lord Finesse is dope. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, but so is Stylist. Yeah. So is Nate yeah. on Sunday mornings when That's he's right. doing his. Um, right. Sunday morning inspiration joint. Right, I was right, listening to his thing this morning, man. Like, dude, he sets a vibe. That's right. And his music is just so uplifting, yeah. man. 
and, yeah. and, and, and feeding people's soul. And, you know, everybody's, you know, so I think sometimes, man, we get really caught up in, like, numbers yep. as if the number equate it, like, it's not even the number, man. Like, yeah. who, like, who, how close is your shit connected, or, or how, how, cl- how much is your shit reflecting who you are yeah. on the inside? Now, if you're, if you want to reflect common and appeasing people, or right. do you, do you want to, do you want your shit to be from the outside in or the inside out? Yep. And, and, and what I love about, um, people is the outside in thing, man. I'm sorry, the inside out thing. Yeah. And and that's what I think I connect with most. And yeah. um and when you find that and you had that kind of shit in your life, man, you just gotta um it, it the the numbers might not be there but yeah. The the, the authenticity is there, the yeah. creativity is there and the love is there, man. And yeah. and when that shit is there, like Yeah. Fuck the numbers, excuse my Yeah, language. and I and I you just say excuse your language. Mm-hmm. You've been cussing since the first joint, and now all of a sudden I'm trying to do better. Yeah, man. The thing I think I struggle with that, man. I think that I want to do like more, but I think that you know, I, DJing for me has always been about the connection in the spaces, um, the energy that's that's exchanged and runs and and circulates throughout the whole space. So this virtual, and I'm pretty sure I'm like a lot of people, this virtual thing has been hard to find those connections, but it becomes about an outward expression, less, in in these times, less a a energy flow. Yeah. Right? So, um, and I think that's, think that when you have something to offer that you're offering it up to a larger you're expressing something to a larger universe than just you know who you think is watching you in the moment and I think that's always a a mistake but it's it's definitely understandable but nay yeah sometimes man Sundays I put it on a TV in the house Stimulate like church in a way, like yeah, service. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. His, image, his yeah. imagery, his uh, video clips. Yeah. Yeah, stylus too, man. Stylus, I mean. Man, I was listening, listen. and I was like, I couldn't stop. Yeah. He gonna be on today, six. Yeah. I mean, when y'all see, anyway. Yeah, and but, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of, like I said, man, it's a lot of people in circles, probably in your circle, who are doing creative things that, you know, and we're we going to share that. Support. And we're going to, so I'm going to add some links, bro. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. To, to like these people's Twitch and stuff. We're going to do Harvey, Harvey Day. He's dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, Miss Her, Ebony. Yeah. Uh, Nate, Nate yeah. Jeezy. Yeah. Stylist, Vibe Conductor. Yeah. Um, Corey T. Yeah. going to add him up. Well, he's not, he ain't, I mean, he's dope, but he ain't, he's, he's, I think he's been working on like some production stuff. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But like, he's like, there are people who are creating, man, and yeah. Um, yeah. who are worthy of some, you know, yeah. attention. And, and tall black guy, man, Terrell, I mean, this dude has. And and he's always been dope, but I see him getting doper. Yeah, bro. Like, that's the, what? like, the fire that he's made before is only eclipsed by what he's doing now. Bro, 
he's and that's crazy. He's going into another joint. Man. Exactly. But um, let's get off this joint so I can play this. Yep. Thank you all for attending. For sure. Hit us up. Yes. Um, I'm going to start a hashtag. Hashtag black men donate kidneys too. Yeah. It's long, but ain't nobody got it. Yeah. And <laughs> and bottom line is, you know, if these are the things that you're interested in, do your own research. Don't ask your Uncle Earl. Don't ask, you know, do the research and find out in your town what the actual process and 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 where the they're pretty sure there are advocacy groups. There's all kinds of information out there that you can find out um, in your city about yeah. what that process is. <laughs>